Welcome to Property Nomads Podcast. Welcome to an episode with Mark Champ of Wolf Financial. I always say this at the end of the episode, but I'm going to say this at the start of the episode. If you haven't already signed up to the Wolf Financial newsletter, highly recommend you go and do that. Uh, link is in the show notes. Uh, Mark, pleasure to have you on on board again. Uh, before we get cracking, uh, Bank of England rate went up to 3%, et cetera, et cetera. We'll talk about that. I just want to run through a couple of things from the uh, the monetary policy report uh, from November 2022. And I, I won't read through everything because it's a long report, but the, the bullet points or the headlines I, I made me laugh. So I'll do this in order. So uh, point number one, inflation is too high. It is well above our 2% target. Uh, no shit. Uh, high energy food and other bills are hitting people hard. Um, yeah. Again, no shit. Unfortunately, that that's the case, and that's going to continue for a while. And I'll, this is the only other point I'll, I'll read here. If high inflation continues, it will hurt everybody. Uh, again, no shit. Uh, not actually sure what they're trying to achieve with that. To me, that's quite obvious. Uh, but yeah, all of that being said, um, Bank of England in, increased rate to three percent. I think we're on our our targets that we set at the start of the year. We're on target for. Um, yeah, what's what's the mortgage reaction been like? Because uh, and the reason I say that is, although they're not the most reliable source of information, you read stuff on like BBC, et cetera, et cetera, and they're saying that you know a lot of options for maybe first-time buyers they're tightening up, uh, banks becoming ever more stringent. Uh, what's your experience been in in the last few weeks here? So they the the banks that we deal with um, the rates have gone up. We've seen them go up massively, and they've jumped up much more. Than the base rate, um, you know, this time last year, base rate, whatever it was, 0. 0.25, 0. 0.5, I don't know exactly what it was, but it, it was down there and your buy-to-let was at 3%, something like that, you know, on the specialist front. Um, you're now looking at anywhere between, I think the cheapest is around 6% and the the it goes all the way up to 8, 8.5%, depending which which lender you use. So that is a big jump from three to you know six and a half at least seven percent that is a big jump it's a bigger jump than going up to the where the base rate has moved so there's been an extra buffer created recently in the rates uh, increased by the specialist lenders and i think i've mentioned this before the the reason for that in my opinion is a little bit of protection, but I think it's also to manage their workflows. Uh, the the amount of deals that have come in to the lenders in these times has been it's been it's crazy. It's an unprecedented level. Um, you, you see more and more uh, people needing to refinance um, who weren't on fixed rates or whose fixed rates have come to an end. Who need to do things quickly. You've seen people breaking fixed rates. So that they can uh, keep their rate relatively low, because the expectation is base rate is going to go up to five to six percent, somewhere around there, oh. and nobody knows where it's going to finish. But the recent school of thought uh, is that base rate may not go up to where people have predicted, and the reason is because the inflation will be curbed by um, the the way the rates are moving. Because the, there's the energy crisis and the, the, the rate increase, money has become less scarce. So when there's less money, you can't pay for things as easy, and therefore the price of them has to come down, hence inflation coming down. 
So with these um, uh, difficulties, uh, if inflation does start to fall and it gets back down to the levels, you've actually got a, um, a position where it can go too far. So rates would need to drop down to, to help manage the inflation level the other way. So you need to have a balance uh, and it needs to be gradual because what a lot of the time happens is uh, sharp movements are what throw people rather than the actual norm of a base rate or the, the average position. So something to look out for. I'm not saying the rates are going to come down anytime soon, but maybe they're not going to be quite as bad as what some people are thinking. Um the other things to, to look out for that we're seeing is the stability of lenders. The Back in 2008, the stability and the liquidity that was there was um, much, it was on much more shaky ground than we see today. Um, the PRA have put in sh- stress tests and there's different um, metrics that the, the lenders have to meet with the risk-weighted assets. They've got to have a certain amount of capital back um, before they they lend it out, that is so much more robust today than it was back in two thousand and eight. So the stability should be there for some of the bigger players, but it's the lenders who are smaller and who borrow their money or get their money from a couple of sources that other lenders get them from as well that are going to struggle. So. It's, it's really important when people are looking at whether they're choosing a, a fixed rate, a variable rate, or go for a, a bridge at 0.8 or a bridge at 0.85, they actually ask the question, where does the lender get their money from? How stable are they? And it's something that in the industry, a group of us have spoken about, um, and we are always talking about how we can improve the industry. And one of the things that I've said is that I think lenders should disclose where they've got the money from. And it should be something that people should be able to uh, be, you know, if they ask the question, have that information readily available. They should also, in my opinion, tell customers what their SLAs are at all points. There should be something you can go on their website and say, this is our SLA. Because those two things are also things that affect the rates the lenders are giving, and it's when when you when you talk to a um, a customer about what deal they want, it's really important that you get an overall picture of their needs and their um, their requirements for a, a solution. And it's not it shouldn't just be rate. There should be other things taken into account because you don't. You don't go and buy a really fast car that that doesn't have um, you know a good safety rating potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it, it's uh, if you keep going crashing into trees because the brakes don't work very well, it's it's not it's not a good idea. So you get something that's fit for purpose, fit for what you want it to do. So it's really really important that people consider all aspects because it's at this time this is where relationships matter more than the transaction themselves and taking the advice from the professionals even though a lot of economists don't know what they're talking about and usually get it wrong it's 
it is something that people need to talk to uh, people who have been through these periods before. There have been recessions before. And I'm, I'm happy to say at Wharf, our, um, our team are very experienced. You know, I'm, I think I'm the least experienced uh, with 20 years, uh, most experienced being, I always say 42 but uh, for Simon, but he's actually uh, been with us a couple of years now. So he's probably up to 43, 44 years working in the financial sector. So, yeah, you had a short question, but I've given you a long answer of, Take advice. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely fine. That's you know the joys of doing these episodes and, and going through through this content. And we've said this before, and we'll say it again. That especially in the last six or seven months, it seems like you know it might appear like we're beating the same drum, but that's purely because the same drum needs to be beaten because it's important to have this reinforcement. You know, I'm not sitting here saying that you and I have got all the answers and we know exactly what's going on and and stuff like that, but what is important is that you know when you're not dealing with customers and mortgages and i'm not dealing with you know survey related work or, or property related stuff is that we've got an interest in in the macro economics you know what else is going on how could this potentially affect things and then how do we in your case how do you prepare your clients for that and give them the best advice as possible uh, and you know for myself well, what else can i do to prepare for for downturns because you know there's always going to be opportunity no matter no matter what's going on. But it's, it's, it's not, for me, it's not the advice we give, it's the questions we ask. And okay. it's about asking the right questions to provoke a customer to either do their own research or consider things that they've either not thought about or not given enough consideration to. Because nine times out of 10, a, uh, a customer will come to us and say, I want the best rate. And that is not, the way to look at it for most customers if if you said you know if you said to um a, a patient going into the doctor you know what is the drug that will um you know maybe feel better the quickest but may not last the longest it'll be a pretty poor doctor just to go yeah you know take this you'll have 10 minutes relief but for the next you know five days afterwards you, you're going to really struggle that's that's not what we should be doing as brokers or people in the finance industry should be doing. You need to think about it as a long-term game. And unless you're doing some sort of quick flip uh, of a property, which doesn't happen, there's no such thing as a quick flip. It, you know, if somebody is doing the, the tartan turn of a property, mm-hmm. you know, it always takes longer. It's always costs more. Um, and you need to plan. You need to plan for... You know, you started a project 12 months ago and you're just about to go. Your exit looks very different to what you did 12 months ago. I am. Um, and you may not be able to get an exit. That's the, the issue. Yeah. So uh, move, moving on to sort of, uh, again, I want to get into prediction modes. We'll do that at the end of, you know, December, start of January. We'll sort of summarize predictions that we made and, and do some stuff for next year as well. Um, obviously, as we recap, Bank of England rates gone up. Uh, to to three percent, the base rate's gone up to three percent. You were saying that a lot of mortgage companies have, you know, up their rates as a result. Understandable. Then there's also some market data that you've put recently in on the War Financial newsletters. Uh, people starting to probably wake up to the fact that there's 
I don't want to say a crash. I said that last year, and uh, it's not quite worked out so far. Um, but there could be a there could be a correction because if less people yeah. are applying for mortgages or have mortgage eligibility and so forth, obviously that affects the, the demand side, and that in turn might bring prices down. And then if lending is tightening up, then there might be a correction on the way. Uh, what are your thoughts on that from from the people that you speak to and and deal with? Um, I think there, I think there will be a bit of a, a correction. Um, it, you know, house prices have kept going up and up, and they always will over the long term. House prices, in my opinion, will continue to go up because there is a demand and there's not enough stock. And yeah. you know, until we build tower blocks that you know. Uh, all over the place, or the population declines, then um, then there will always be an increase uh, demand, and therefore an increased price. But there there will be times where there's less money available, as we are uh, as we see at the moment, and that will cause um, a little bit of um, a reduction or a, a plateauing of the the house prices, and that it will it will recover so people i think um in this world we live in especially looking at social media they want instant gratification they want instant results so if anything a slight reduction in price either be patient until you've got a bit more money or take make you know use it to your advantage there's always ways to get money and earn money and some some people are in less fortunate positions than others, mm. but you can do things to to get extra money and save money and then be in a better position when the next downturn happens. You don't have to spend your money all at once. Nobody's saying to you, you know, spend it straight here today. Um, there are lots of different type of investments, property investments, you know, there's cryptocurrencies that have come about, not that, I know too much about them or uh, promote them in any way. Um, but just being patient, thinking about what uh, other ways you can create a revenue stream. And then when the opportunity is right, act upon it. Um, educate yourself whilst there's nothing to do right at this moment and strike when you're ready, not when somebody else is ready or the market's ready it'll be it's an individual thing because somebody somebody's downturn is an opportunity and somebody's upturn is a time of there oh we can't afford it now is you know swings and roundabouts there's always opportunities just depends how you look at it yeah absolutely i think on a on a summary note there uh, it's good to go through the best example we've got on the table at the moment so we're working with yourself on a on a refinance deal uh, at the moment and it's a property that we've not refinanced before in fact it's the only one in the portfolio we've never got round to to refinancing and key point in being is you know start with the end in mind know what your goals are etc cetera, etc cetera, look at the bigger picture and um, without digging into too much detail you know from conversations we've had on the podcast over the last few months spoke about as it AVMs or AMVs AVMs AVMs, AVMs automated valuation method. Yeah, I, I get the letters confused a bit. So one of them, and you know, obviously working with yourself, working with your connections, we've been given uh, an opportunity where Aaron and I had to sit down and look at it because on paper 
uh, in comparison to what we bought the, the property for and what the AVM said, uh, we're able to take theoretically quite a large chunk of cash out of of the property. However, that is pretty much going to negate because of where it is um, based in the country. That's going to negate quite a bit of the cash flow of that particular property. However, that's why Aaron and I had to sit down and think about it is because most of our portfolio is on anywhere between three, three and a half percent, and they're fixed in for X amount of years. This particular one, I'll be honest with you, the interest rate took me back a little bit, but we've had to look at it and go, well, okay, if we negate the cash flow on this property, it's one out of 20 plus in the portfolio, so not the end of the world. And then actually with the chunk of cash that we'll get, can we, how can we deploy that? So can we deploy that by, you know, maybe paying off an investor? Can we employ that by potentially obtaining a new property? I mean, we probably won't go down that route because of market timing and whatnot, but we've thought about it. So it's really understanding, looking, getting a spreadsheet out, looking at the numbers and going, okay, the, the negative here is we might, we're, we're going to lose out on some cash flow. However, that being said, if we can deploy that capital in a different way, then actually we might not lose out on cash flow because they would either be able to, say, pay off an investor or, or sort X, Y, and Z out and actually get that cash working for us and, and you know, producing a return that way. So just want to give a live example. That's what we're going for at the moment. Uh, again, working with yourself and, and your contacts there. Uh, so far, so good. Yeah. But also understanding what, what's the end goal here and are you prepared to take that you know that risk and have you thought about it that's what i want to get across yeah and i think in your um situation talking to a broker was the right thing you're obviously well versed in property but you you know we'd had conversations about avms and how you can um i suppose use them to your advantage and you know it's a it's a proper valuation it's um it's done by the lender it's all part of the system it's nothing untoward about it at all but just knowing when to do it and what properties to do it on you can um put yourself in the best position mm. and i think that's what you guys have done you've you've seen a, a way of um using your portfolio um and moving it around slightly to um put yourselves in a position that you know if you've got this cash in the background and tomorrow some some deal sourcer calls you up and says you know i've got this cracking deal do you want it you can go actually i've got some cash let's do it and yep. not a lot of people do have that at the moment so being putting yourself in the right position when others are struggling well why not yeah exactly and this is why you know at the start of 2021 i think it was yeah that's why we made that commitment to uh try and get as much done um, and fixed uh, as best as we could, just because you know we could see the minute they started handing out loads of free cash, well, free cash. I say that loosely. Um, you know, you kind of see what's coming down the line. Yeah. Now, all of that being said, uh, no, Mark, appreciate that. Uh, say in December, no we will we'll get together. We will look at things that we predicted at the start of the year. You know, sort of, you know, give it a tick or cross. Yeah. How how well did we do? And yeah, I look forward to catching up with you next month. And uh, again, thank you for your time and go and sign up to War Financial's newsletter, people. It's very informative. Links in the show notes. We've also, just so I should say, um, we've got an ebook launching soon. Um, The people will be able to go on our website very shortly and download that. It's a free ebook. Um, 
a guide to property investment so people can go on there. It's just a, a short book um, telling people um, what all the mechanics in the background do. So we've got that and also we're hosting a property development day so people who want to move into property development that's going to be in january sometime mid-january uh in london that will be so uh, we will let people know more about that yeah perfect well we can do that in future episodes as well and whenever you get that link for that ebook let us know again we'll put that in the show notes for people to go to uh, mark thanks for your time and uh, catch up your next month no thank you thanks rob